You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen. And I am Rob. So you know how you ask your friends where you should take your first date? What on earth this text means? And if it's okay to post a certain pic on the socials? Well, that's what we call your village, and we think you can't date or relate without them. Welcome to our village, and you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you expert guests who are filled with all the answers that will take some of the guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our podcast with your friends so we can help the village grow even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your pods, and don't forget to tell a friend. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of It's Complicated, where we discuss all the relationshipy things out there in the world today. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up before today's episode. You might notice that Jen is a little silent over here. It's not because we won't let her speak, which is normal for Lauren and I, but it's because she's celebrating her birthday week. So she is off. We gave her the week off to go and spend time with Taz and um do all her jazz jazz and taz which i just I realized that she did we did that on purpose we did that on purpose so she's off doing her thing this week um but you get lauren and i for the first time ever which i might add it's just the two of us I'm so nervous. be prepared to be entertained and um also it's our last episode of the year right Yes, it is our last episode of the year, you guys, and I'm a little nervous. I feel kind of like I'm on a date alone with you, Rob, like our chaperone is gone. <laughs> but speaking of dating, we all know, Rob, that your favorite seasonal dating trend cuffing is in full swing right now. I'm sure you're really enjoying this. But you guys, did you know that there is a cornucopia of other dating trends out there? Don't start sweating, Rob, but it, there are. There are more, okay? They have been circling amongst us, and you didn't even know they existed. Like, for example, winter coating. Have you guys heard of that? That's cuffing season's less serious sister, oh where, like, yeah, people, they reach out to their exes in order to, like, rekindle or, like, you know, reignite mm. Flame so that you can kind of keep warmer during the winter months, but it's like a little different than cuffing. Okay, there's also cash candid dating, which that basically emerged due to like the crazy cost of living that's been going on. And like people are like super stressed out about their finances. So it's made it like more normal to be transparent about like your money worries from like the get go. Like maybe you talk about that like after like six months of dating, but like this cash candid dating, like you can talk about it right away. And then there's also green dating. And this is for people who, yeah, this is for people who only want to meet those like that align with their views on environmental issues. So Rob, um, since I know you're super into cuffing, do Mm. any of these dating trends sound like something you'd be into? Like if you had to pick one, which, which one would you, would you do or have you done? Well, I, if I had to pick one, like gun to head, I think it would be cash candid because that just makes the most sense for both people. Right. You know, when you're reaching out to an ex just to feel warm, <laughs> it's like there's they're an ex for a reason. Leave them alone. I only reach out to exes within like six months of breaking up and when I'm wasted. Oh, and that's really? just, and that's seasonal, that's seasonal. And then it's like Wait, not a good mean, thing. What do you mean seasonal? 
I mean, it's non-seasonal. Oh, got so it's it. it's like all year. It's annual. That's what I meant. It's an got annual it. thing. It's There's within it's within a window, and alcohol has to be consumed. Oh, a lot of alcohol has to be consumed, and a lot of regret the next morning. So, like, I don't think I'd reach out to an ex and be like, "Hey, come over, Frosty the Snowman's on. We should <laughs> we should bake some holiday cookies and watch the Food Network." Like, well, I don't if, think if you did, that would be called winter coating. Winter coating. I like it. That actually makes more sense than cuffed. Yeah, because like aggressive because you think cuffing just really you don't like how aggressive it sounds. Well, everything's in the name winter coating. Like you're, it's like a little sprinkle of affection during this specific season. I like it. But cash candid does make a lot of sense. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to make one up. Okay. So the environmental, what's it called? Green dating. The green dating, I think, is stupid, but yeah, I get it. You agree, right? It's stupid because it's so oddly specific. Like, what about like, like? Well, there, I guess, I guess. Listen. So, when I first moved to Austin, I have an awesome landlord. He's really cool. Um, I guess him and his uh, partner used to live here for a long time with their two little dogs, and then I'm the first person to move in, and we just got along really well. Like, he's a very out in the bout, out in the scene type of guy. But so he's at Soho House, which I said I joined, um, right. m- mostly because of him. But uh, I joined Soho House, and within like a week, he called me. He's like, "I found a g- you're single, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "I found a girl for you," and I was like, "What?" He goes, "I sat next to her at the pool. She's super hot. She's super sweet. I think that maybe you should. Here's her Instagram. Look her up and then reach out to her. I told her what about you. you. Huh? What'd you think just right at first glance? Well. <laughs> beautiful gorgeous just moved here from los angeles which is why i think i popped into his head but like a yogi and like into earth and into like which i love earth i live here but like it's it was just so like la like kombucha in the morning and make sure that you take the plant and say hello to it every day and then the spirit is the thing that you must praise like at at sundown and i'm like I'm happy for you to do this, but like when that's your profile and that's your whole like identity. Yeah. I don't want to be around that. Yeah. We that's don't what I moved to, away from. We don't need to charge our crystals all day long and then post no, about exactly. it. Exactly. Very crystally. And I carry crystals and rocks in yeah, my no, pocket. I'm a total crystal believer in the energy and all that, but I don't need to like, yeah. I mean, anything extreme, I always say like super extreme, anything like religion or whatever. It's like, calm down. You need a little balance in your life. Like that freaks right. me out. Kind of now, uh, now, on the other side of that coin, like, like so for for green dating, I'd be like, no. Yeah. Like, don't tell me to recycle. I know what to recycle, but don't make it my fucking life habit. Sure. On the other side of that coin, though, I think there should be something with, like, views on politics. Right. Like, yeah. what do we, what should we call that? Like, I don't know. Purple? But- like, red, blue? Yeah. Purple yeah, yeah. dating? Purple dating and also, yeah, because I mean, but a lot of people say not to talk about that on like in the beginning of a relationship, relationship like politics and religion and stuff. But then I guess finances would go in there. So maybe we're just like opening the door, opening Pandora's box. to the Well, top. I don't know if finances so much. Well, here, here's my thing is like, when did you and James meet and start dating? A long time ago. Yeah, it's been like almost seven years, I want to say. So 2015. Around that? 
mean, maybe I can't remember what year it was. I'm really bad at remembering. Either way, and I, I'm gonna. I don't care. It, look, look. Don't at me. I don't care if I'm pissing anybody off. But it was pro-Trump, right? I mean, it was pre-Trump. Pre-Trump. <laughs> I was like pro-Trump. Um, Whoa, yeah. that was a way, Freudian. way, way, way pre-Trump. It was like Obama days. Right. So listen, when you have somebody that came into power recently, and they're so, um, they, they they're so. Uh, polarizing yeah like they're so like it, you can't be fiscally republican and socially democrat anymore like you can but it's a very fine line because when trump was in power now you're not voting for republicans you were voting for maga most of the time and when you lean a certain way you that's who you're being associated with just like if you lean a little bit too far left you're being woke and all that other shit yeah. and like you could be a little too, you could be too liberal you know oh, for sure you can be too um, Right. So, but I think that like out here where I am, I'm noticing that uh, politics, because in Los Angeles, we live in a bubble where politics don't come up because we all agree that the the betterment for humanity is the betterment for everything, right? Right. Yeah. Here, it's very, so I always said that post-Trump and post-COVID is very me versus we. You find out who's me and you find out who's we. Got it. Right? Mm -hmm. So like people that- uh, you know, didn't like we're bitching about not going outside for COVID. Okay, well, because they want to get their haircut. That's very me, right? When people are like, "I'm staying inside because I don't want to get that old lady sick at at the supermarket," that's we, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. So out here, I'm finding that like there's a balance. There's like not a balance, but like there's a lot. There is an e- equality of me and we. So oh, like, okay. like I'm finding that I'll find somebody attractive. And then I'll follow them on social media and we like, we get along and then they'll post something about like hanging Fauci. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Oh no, no. Like I can't deal with that. And if that's your belief, if that's your belief, that's fine. Well, is it the belief that you don't like, or is it the hanging comment? Because I I was, I was, I was being a little um, extreme, but like it was like prosecute Fauci. Sure. But you basically are like, if you are against what I, that person thinks that I like really believe in and trust, and this is never going to work, that's a deal breaker for you. Yeah. And I think that should be talked about up front because yeah. like, yeah. because if I get into emotional relationship with you, if we start fucking and then like, it becomes like an emotional fucking. And then all of a sudden we're hanging out all the time. And then you come out and you're like, well, fuck that liberal guy over there. Fuck, fuck healthcare. Fuck, you know what I mean? It's like, whoa, like I can't, live in the same house or be around you. And we have these polarizing sure. opposite, you know, opinions about something. Sure. So if you like, get that out right away, if yeah. you're like, if you say on your dating profile, prosecute Fauci, I'd be like, cool, good to know. Um, I will be seeing you later. No, I think that, yeah, some of these taboo topics that we've been taught to not talk about, and this is a range of things. I mean, we're talking religion, politics, money, like environmental stuff and you can even go as far as like your emotions and like things that we like girls don't don't like you know don't talk about like what you really want just play coy and be easy and like yeah what did you guys call it recently you called like the cool girl cool yeah be cool girl be the cool girl yeah like all these things are now like being flipped on their heads and we're coming into a time where like it's okay to like break these social norms and like 
try some other things because it feels like the world is majorly shifting. And in the little microcosm of dating, it's shifting too. And it's trickling down and affecting dating. And so now people are just like, you know what, fuck that. Like, I'm going to talk about finances or if I'm going to talk about politics right away, because for you, Rob, like, if you differ in politics, like, you can't be in a relationship with somebody like that. Now, we're not saying on the show that that doesn't work in ever. Like some people are, I'm sure, very different political beliefs and married and totally fine. But right. if that's a deal breaker for you, you need to figure it out. And anyway, there's so many other different little topics and trends and they're going to constantly change. But right now, since the year is ending and this is our last episode, we're going to go over some dating trends that have been predicted to be... Um, like the new fresh ones for 2023. So whether you guys have been cuffed, yeah, whether you've been cuffed, winter coated, had a first date therapy session about debt, or you're looking for someone to pick up the trash on the beach with, you guys get ready to add a few more dating trends to your list because we are going to get into this. This actually is a trend um, that Bumble predicted. Um, These trends are something that Bumble predicted would be popular in 2023. So, um, We're going to talk about whether or not we think they're going to stick around and how to navigate the dating path for the new year with these trends. Right. So whether they're around the corner for the singles or once the jingle bells have stopped, like this is what's coming up. This is it, guys. So we found we found a mashable article that goes through a new list of dating trends, and we're going to just go through them and we're going to just talk them out. So. Okay, so this is Bumble. Bumble put this out. Yes, Bumble put this out. Does Bumble have like their own like newsletter or something? (laughs) I mean, I don't know if someone just for them is speaking for them, but it's in an article that was up on Mashable. And they just go over like these different kind of topics and trends and like why they think they're emerging. So the first I don't know if this I don't know if this exists or not, but I'm just gonna put this out here, patent pending. Uh, I own part of this um, money if they make this, but Bumble should be like the new Cosmopolitan magazine. Totally. They should do like everything dating and all the trends and who's dating who and blah, 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 and just take that whole genre and like make a website and magazine and whatever out of it. Oh my God. If you were sitting getting your nails done and there was a Bumble magazine, I'd look at it. You'd look at it because you want to know what the chicks, because it's like powered by chicks. So you want to get into the mind of the chick and the chicks are like, oh, I need to be like, I want to see what I need to know. Yeah. 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 That's a great idea, Rob. Okay. Well, you heard it here on It's Complicated, everyone. Yeah, I'm going to be a millionaire. When you're a millionaire, invite me to your, on your private jet so we can go places and do all the things. Okay. The first trend they're calling New Year, New Mien. Spell it. Spell it because it sounds like you made it sound like a Chinese dish, like number four. Mian. It's New Year, New Me, N. Men. New Year, New Year, New Me, parentheses, N. So men. (laughs) Mian. You get it with the egg rolls. It's delicious. It's New Year, New Men, but I just couldn't really get it out. It just, I'm looking at it and it just doesn't look like I should just say men, but yes. No. Okay, so New Year, New Men. Okay, so they say that in a survey of like 14,000 people um, of Bumble users, like a large percentage, 74% of men say that they've been looking like towards their inner selves, like analyzing their behavior and their patterns. And they're trying to have a more clear understanding of toxic masculinity. So it's the new trend is that men are going to be like 
more in touch with their emotions. They're going to talk more about things that they're feeling and they want to have like a clear, um, transparent conversation about like emotions and things like that. Like not this, like I'm tough guy. Like I'm, you know, I'm the man. It's like, we're being more vulnerable. Exactly. And we're also like being like, I probably should have had a talk with my dad when I was eight. Totally. Like I have, I have like wound childhood wounds that I need to heal and all that. Well, this kind of makes me upset. Why? Because you've already been doing it. Yeah, because 14,000 Bumble users are like this. I thought I was like, oh, you know, Diamond in the Rough, Prince Charming, you know, chivalrous, whatever. Like, I, the fact that I'm just like all these other men who've been going inward, like, get off my fucking platform, bro. Let me have this. Yeah, this is Rob's thing, yo. Okay, wait, hold on. But if you've already been practicing it, you're much better at it. This is a trend that's emerging. So, like, people are just getting into it. And also, Rob, like, Everyone who listens to the show and people who know you know that you actually are doing it. And now maybe some percentage of these Bumble users are actually doing it. But you know a lot of people like, yeah, I'm 5'10", but they're really 5'7". Like, they're yeah. doing that. Like, they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking inward because, like, you had one meeting with a therapist and now you think you're, like, done the work. Like, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, you have actually been doing this for a long time and you're very practiced and good at it. So when it comes to a date and you, like, get into it with the girl and they're wanting to talk about things, you're going to be very good at it. And you're going to be very like versed and you're going to know yourself. And so you're starting, I think at a different level than most. I wonder, I wonder if they did like a, you know how sometimes they do those end of year things where it's like this profession shot up by 78% as far as like gross income, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they did that for like therapists, if they would be, because it's almost like, Therapy used to be so taboo, and now I feel like everybody is in therapy. Like right. everybody has one. I like, think. I wonder if it's the same thing as like like my, like my friends. We all have the same one. Oh, I don't yeah. know how she balances it, but like we'll be like, "Oh, did you talk to so and so today?" Be like, "Yeah, I talked to her." So, well, I'm, I'm Wednesday. Blah, blah blah blah. You know, like that kind of shit. It and then even helps. every girl that I talk to is like, "Yeah, I got my so my therapist," and I'm like, "All right, so we're all in therapy." Now. I wonder if it's more. It's like when people. I mean, I've heard people say this. I don't, I never adopted this thought because it's not what I thought. But a while back, people would say, it seems like everybody's gay now. And it's like, no, it's not that. It's just that people t- admit that they're gay now. Got before. you. So I Got think you. it might be something like that where it's like, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, it's okay for you to say you're in therapy now. So now it seems like everyone's in therapy, but they've all been in it. They just haven't been talking about We're it. We're coming out as far We're as therapy out. goes. Having a coming out party, you're gay and fabulous and in therapy. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next So we, we just assume that that – all right, so we'll say that most men are saying that on Bumble, but probably not as deep yeah, as they say and- they are. But at least it's looking like it's heading in that direction. I think it's I think it's a good thing. Um, and I think that, you know, it's going to probably um, make some of the like gender roles flip on their heads a little bit. But I think mm. that it will all kind of shake out and find its place. And also, like, I don't think that if you I mean, I know the toxic ma- masculinity thing is a thing, but let's say you're like, there are some things as a man that you want to for quote unquote be manly with like I still think you can be vulnerable and be like 
again, not to say sound toxic masculinity ish, but like you can still be whatever your idea is of a man and vulnerable. Okay. So the next one is called guardian. And this trend is about like setting boundaries. It's like in all of your relationships, like Mm. your work relationships, your friend relationships. And it's like, whether you just started dating or like you're maybe already in a relationship and you need to like set some boundaries that weren't there before, but it's basically any interaction with any human being. You live your life where you like make sure that you have boundaries and they're clear and you're following them. And it's called guardian. I guess it's like, cause you're guarding, helping guard yourself. Guard but yourself. Like, but not so you're like, not, you're not projecting these, these boundaries on other people. You're saying I need, I need my TLC Tuesdays. I need my time. I need to go to the gym and not be blown up on the phone. You just have to trust them at the gym. I need to do like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it's like, I mean, I guess the boundaries could be whatever, like, I mean, maybe they're not just within you, but they're just like, let's say it's at work where you're like, I will only, you know, when I get home, if I don't have to answer any emails, I won't or whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe if it's in your relationship, you have to have boundaries with the other person. I don't know, but it's just this this trend of like making sure that you're aware that you need boundaries and setting them and being clear. And it's not just um, exclusive to romance. It's any type of human relationship. I'm just, I just pictured it with romance because I picture all this stuff because it's Bumble. Well, right. I think it's on like a profile. I think it's, I think it's, well, yeah. And you're stating it too. So you could put it on your profile. Like I'm into setting boundaries and talking about them. So maybe yeah. it's something that you want to talk about right away, or you just know, be clear mm. what they are before you get into a relationship. Because if you're, I mean, I guess any relationship, but if we're going to talk about dating and relationships, which is what we do here, I would make sure your boundaries are clear before you start dating. Because I think if they're like, unclear and then you meet somebody and you like them and you're getting into that mode where like I really want to make this work that's when you kind of like make excuses for the boundaries and then they sort of get gray and mushy and then you don't have them anymore because you're like trying to focus on making this relationship work and you're letting go of some of these boundaries that you had I just wrote down literally just wrote down in my notes section like I'm into setting boundaries and talking about them because if I ever do make a dating profile that's something that I would put Dude, and I think that's a really good, different thing to say. Like you're not being too, because like sometimes people don't want to hear like everything spewed out into like, uh, maybe like on your profile or whatever. You want it to be like concise and clear, but you still want information. That's a great, easy, quick way to be like, this is, this is who I am. Like I'm into setting boundaries and bam. Like, yeah. if I saw that, I'd be like, yep. And then it would make me think that too, like, shit, I should do that. And then maybe you prompt the other person to be like, oh, I need to make some clear boundaries too. And then you're starting from the same level. Yeah, I like that. All right, so good, good. People are setting boundaries. That's good. So now we have therapy and bound. Oh, I'll put that. I'll put, I'm into therapy and setting boundaries and talking about both of them. Talking about both. I like it. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. Okay, love life balance is the other one. So, mm, well, does that um, kind of go with bound with guardian? Well, I don't know. I mean, I I think I don't know. Mm. It's, mm. it's saying here that people need to take like a closer look at their values that they're looking for 
in a romantic partner. And so oh, I see. It's like the other, it's like the opposite of boundaries kind of, because it, it's like, yeah, it's like, what kind of things are you like attracted to and like figure that out and then maybe redefine like what, what other things in your life mean to you? Like, um, right. you're redefining like what your work and your professionalism means to you redefine what like your relationship with, I don't know, God means to you. I'm just pulling things out of my ass. Like, don't so pull God out of your ass. God has no place in your ass. Oh, that was really not, except you probably yell, Oh God. Right. If things are going in your, Oh yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I, and not a good way. Let's not even go there. Oh, you're but, one of those. Um, okay. No. Um, but <laughs> think you taking a closer look at like what you're attracted to in people and why you're looking seeking these types of people out hmm. I think is, that maybe maybe it's another look these are all great like talking points I think Bumble's like put this on your profile if that's what they're saying or these are the trends because mm-hmm. like I know me when I'm in a relationship and I'm in love I put 100% on that person and right. I really disregard like if i'm writing a script and i meet somebody like i won't touch the script anymore because i'll be like oh i want to hit like that time could be used going to a movie or taking you to dinner or doing the, you know like, like that kind of stuff sure so i like love life love work balance i see like that's probably what they're saying like we yeah. have to have our you you have to or or it could be the other way it could be like if i'm writing a script i can't talk to you till i'm done sure you know but that's gotta be that's a personal uh case by case thing, I guess. Right. Yeah, I think so. I think that, that, you know, balance is good in any portion of your everything. life. So I think that's everything. a good thing to keep in mind in general and ask yourself constantly, like, do I feel unbalanced right now? Like, do I feel off? Like, what am I focusing too much on? Like, how can I, um, diversify my like thoughts right now? <laughs> you know, like, yeah make yourself focus on something else and try it out. Um, this next one is like mm-hmm. one of my favorite ones. Ooh. Okay. What is it? It's called open casting and it's basically, I, almost, like, I thought you almost said open casket, open casting. I know that's very like close to open casket, but it's definitely yeah. not that this okay. is a good thing. This is like where you look to date beyond the type that you normally go for. So like you have to actively do it, right? And Bumble mm. says there's like one in three daters that are now admitting that they consider consider dating beyond their type. Okay, um, I, have a, I have something to say about that. Yeah, what? I think that one out of three that say that are striking out with their type or they just are making bad decisions on what their type is. So like, sure. you know, so that one person's like, yeah, I'll, I'll consider it since, you know, I'm five, seven and six foot one models from Brazil aren't really getting back to me. Right. So I guess I'll go out of my type or like, yeah, like a girl that goes out and drinks and watch football, but uh, they also get kind of crazy and tend to be a problem at the end of the night. So maybe I'll go for more librarian, kindergarten teacher type, you know? Right. So I think that that's probably it. Um. I, I, I don't want to do that. I wouldn't want to go outside my type. I'm 46. I know what I like. Right. You know what I, I mean? I like it because I think, well, type is subjective because you could be like as simple as saying like, I normally like don't like blonde guys, but for example, I had a psychic a long time tell me 
I didn't go to a psychic. It was my cousin's friend who happens to be psychic. Doesn't mm. do it for a living or anything. He just is. And Ooh, give me his I number. I love those. Asked, give me his number. I asked him, my cousin asked him how many kids she was going to have, but she was joking because she had just gotten her tubes tied. And so he was like mm. nervously like skirting the question. Like, well, why are you asking me? Well, are you sure you want to know? And finally she laughed. Like, I'm just kidding. I got my tube tied. He's like, oh my God, you bitch. I like didn't want to tell you I didn't see kids in your future and laughed and whatever. So I'm like, well, what about me? Because I was just like dying. And he touched my leg and he goes, three, I see three kids. And I'm like, huh. He's like, do you like blonde guys? My cousin laughed because at the time, blonde was the literal opposite of the type of guy I was going for, my type. And I go, I mean, not really, but I don't know. He's like, yeah, I see a blonde kid. Now, to this day, I can't figure out if he's talking about Bella, who is blonde, Mm. or Mm. if he's talking about Austin, who suddenly has blonde hair. And now I'm like, wait a minute, does that mean I'm having another kid? Oh, my God, that's neither here nor there. We're not having more kids. We're all done. But after he told me that forever until I met James, if a blonde guy like ever came into my vision, I would try really hard to like pay attention. I'd be like, is that going to be the guy? But see, that's the thing with psychics too, is that you go to them and then they're probably right, but there's a suggestion involved, you know, like, like this Switzerland girl that I'm supposed to meet. Yeah. Like, like I, for a while I was like, no, I'm not interested in that person because I'm meeting somebody in Switzerland, you know, but then after I won this trip to Switzerland, now I'm like, oh shit, maybe they're right. Do you know what I mean? But there might've been a suggestion involved that you gave James a little bit more of a chance because of what this psychic said. Yeah, but he's not blonde. He he's like blondish brown, well, isn't no, he? No, he's like brown, but he his hair went gray like a while ago. He was like in his twenties and started getting gray hair. So it's like light, but the guy was He's not blonde, blonde, that's for sure. I know that. He was saying, like, why do I see a blonde kid? Because your hair is clearly brown. So he was Oh, 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 he was saying about the kid was blonde. Yes, he asked me if I liked blonde guys, because he's like, why do I see three kids and one of them's blonde? Like that makes no sense. Wow. Look, I'm not gonna change to get back to what we were talking about. I'm not gonna change I like brunettes with light eyes, like ninety eight percent of the fucking world. But I'm not going to say no to a, like I told you, I match energies. So if a girl comes up to me and she's blonde, I'm going to be like, uh, and we hit it off. I'm not going to turn her away because she's blonde, but I'm not going to go on my profile. I'm probably going to swipe left. Is it left or right? I don't even understand. Left is is bad. Right is good. Right. is Okay. That makes sense. So right is right for me. Got it. Yeah. So, uh, I would probably swipe left on a blonde girl and right on a, on a brunette because that's the thing. Now my type has gone, has aged up recently. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Like, um, like I met a girl recently who I think is really cool and I would like to hang out with her and everything is fun. But you know, I, I realized she's 27. I didn't know that. I thought she was older and I was uh, like, Ugh, Ugh. Yeah, yeah. you know, I can't do that to that girl. I want to have kids in the next couple of years. I don't want to take away her last years of her twenties and beginning of her thirties. You know if what I mean? Wants that though. If she wants that, great. But I don't think she wants to date twenty years older. Well, maybe she does, Rob. My point is, is that before I didn't care, and I'd be like, "Well, let's just see where her stage of life goes." Kind of like what you're saying. Like right. I'll leave it up to her whether she wants to date me or not, knowing how old I am. Now I'm like, I'm not even throwing my fucking. I'm not even getting in that pool. 
I'm not even getting in the shallow end of that pool because that's not fair to her. But I feel like it's not your choice. Like she could be like, I am so, this could be a girl who is like, I am so sick of dating guys my age. Like I. I'm not saying her age. They could be 38. You know, they're not 46. So what? 38, 46. Maybe there's no difference. Listen, if, if she wants to come to me. And we, and we hit it off and she pursues it. Great. But I'm not going to be the one asking her out. Well, I think that all of this, that these trends are all really like basically talking about talking about things. So if you come into a situation that should just be talked about, if you say what you want to say and she says what she wants to say and it still aligns then it still works. Like a lot of people are talking about sex more now. And this is like the next topic. It's called ethical sex exploration. So The um, they're saying that 43% of daters are navigating sex and intimacy in a more exploratory and open way, while yeah, like, a larger percentage at 53 believe that it's very important to express like what you want when it comes to sex and like needs about sex early on in a relationship. And like over the past year, they're saying that 20% of daters have explored their sexuality more. And um, one in eight, one out of eight people are considering ethical non-monogamy. So these are the different things that are proving that sex exploration is a thing. Th- that was so many numbers. Let me go over, yeah. let me go over it again. So well, 43% of daters are navigating sex and intimacy in a more, so they're exploring more. Yes, they're exploring more. And a larger percentage of 53 want to talk about sex and their sexual needs right away in a relationship. And then, Okay, so that's a relationship. Yeah. The other ones are just exploring more. Yes. This is a relationship. Or, well, and- yeah, in a relationship or in the very beginning of dating. On the first date, you're like, I like doggy style, whatever. I don't care. Give me a blowjob. <laughs> just say it. They're just saying You need to explore a lot more of doggy and then, style and blowjob is what you went to in your head. I mean, I was going to go a little bit more detailed, but I didn't want people to think that that was my sexual need. So I just went very general. Okay. Okay. Over the past year, they're saying 20% of daters are wanting to explore their sexuality. And oh, like, like, and, like, yeah, like make out with girls and boys. Trying other things. And one, and I mean, I guess, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess that would be that. And then one in eight people are considering trying a non-monogamous relationship. like an ethical So ethical non-monogamy is like when you have an open relationship. Yes, an open relationship. And I believe the ethical part is like where there's like rules and definite like boundaries and agreements and things like that. It's not just like- You're not cheating on your no, other person. No, you're, not, you're, not, you're not hooking no, up with married people. No, it's talk. It's like, we're both doing this. We're not, we're not monogamous and we're, we're all talking about it. Like this is a choice. Huh. Yeah. One in eight are yeah. considering this? Yeah. I one of, one in eight of the 20% or one in eight, one in eight of the 20% or one in eight, all of them. Um, Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know, but I think just one in eight people are considering it. I think it's that's really that. high number. I just talked to my friend Billy last night and he was in a relationship that ended and he and the guy were like, consider like, their sexual, like, um, some things in their sexual, like, relationship were not lining up. And the guy that he was dating suggested that, like, you can just go fuck other people too, then. And I he think like, that guys, I've, and I might be casting out a huge stereotype here, which if I am, I apologize to everybody. But I think when it's two guys in a relationship, they're just 
more open to everything. Do you know what I mean? Maybe. Like I, I, and I just think that it's their guys are just more exploratory anyway. They're like, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. Cause there are two guys and they can be comfortable with each other and they're already out, you know? So it's like they're hiding anything anymore. True. But, but my friend was like, that's not going to work. And not because of like, Oh, I can't do that. But he was just like, no, it just felt like it was going to get too sticky. Like he could physically. No pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, I mean, that I think is great. I think a lot of people, that feels like a very like organic trend based on the fact that everyone is just more open about talking about sexuality in general. Maybe it's all Yeah, I think think that's good. I would like to, I'll tell you right now that I know that I have, you know, look, when (laughs) I don't know if I should say this on tape, but being alone for COVID makes you explore other avenues of, of um, how you receive stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it opens up to a whole nother world of what's out there. And uh, there's some stuff that I would say like, yeah, if if you like, look, you don't want to get into a boring sexual relationship with somebody when you know you have like fetishes or something else that you like, and then try and like get them to do that later. Like right. if you're up front with them and then they're like, no, I don't do that. Then you're like, well, fuck me. Now I'm just stuck doing this for the rest of my life or totally. for the rest of this relationship. Now I'm going to want to go out and do ethical non-monogamy, you yeah, know? Yeah, of course. So but if you're up front with them right away, then they they say no, then great. You know, you need somebody more exploratory. If not, then you go, you keep going, whatever. The, so what's the next? The trend within these trends is talking about things right away. I'm seeing. Yes. Okay. So wander love is the next one and it's saying that 33% of people on Bumble are open to having relationships in another city. So yeah, like especially now because jobs are really flexible with like work and like a lot of people don't even have to go into the office anymore. Um, that a lot of people are way interested and now like seeing if they could date like that too. I, I like it. I like it. I was just watching my TLC. God, I watch a lot of TLC, but I was watching TLC and there's a new show coming out called love without borders or love beyond borders. Okay. And it, and a matchmaker takes a bunch of people in the United States and finds them a match in other countries. So like one person goes to Switzerland, one person goes to South Africa, one person goes to, you know, Thailand or whatever it is, Germany. And they like, don't know who they're meeting. It's like a blind date that they're going on and then they don't see who the person is until you pick them up at the airport or like they knock on their door, meet them at a coffee shop in Berlin, like that kind of thing. And I'm like, that would be, that would be something I would do. That would be so you. And you could have gone to Switzerland like that, Rob. Yeah, exactly. But like, I was like, this is definitely something I'm going to watch because it's entertaining, but like there's so much to learn. It's almost like your first three months are easy or hard, but mostly easy because you're, I mean, besides the language barrier, I'm guessing, but like yeah. to learn not only about that person, but you're learning about a culture at the same time. So you think that would make it easier? I think that would make it easier because like there's so many, there's the expectations are lower because you guys are coming from different places. Right. And you're more open. You have to be more open and like accepting of things because you're like, all right, well, this is just a totally different foreign, for lack of a better term, experience. So I just have to go with it. Like it just makes you more like um, succumb to the, to the like 
moment. Yeah. I like it. I like Wonder Love. Wonder Love might be my favorite one so far. And the last one is called Dating Renaissance. Um, So, you know, people have had the the pandemic breakup. We've all heard about it. Like I know people who've gotten divorced. I don't know if it was because of the pandemic or just also during the pandemic, but Mm. it has happened or you've just had a regular breakup. But um, uh, the data on Bumble says that 39% of people on the dating apps ended a marriage or serious relationship within the past two years. So there is this new surge of individuals who are entering the second chapter of their life, the Renaissance, and they're looking to, you know, partner up again. And so they've been on dating apps potentially for the very first time. And they're just here being like, all right, this is my second coming. Like, here I am. And they're <laughs> You're new with the puns scene. today. They're new to the scene and they're ready to go. They're probably ready for some sexual s- exploration. Who mm-hmm. knows? But they're in it to win it. And I don't know. I mean, Rob, would you be like, if someone on their profile was like, I'm into boundaries, I like the fucking Eagles, and I, the football team. No, and because if they're a Philly fan, they're crazy. So no, I wouldn't. Uh, we don't need fine. two Philly fans I'm in the fine, relationship. Fine, fine. Yeah. I'm into boundaries. I like watching football. Okay. And I am in my dating renaissance just um, like basically when not just coming out of a divorce, but admitting they're divorced and they're like ready to get back in action. Would you be like, Ooh, dating Renaissance. I don't, I don't know if I like that this person's already been married or what, how would you, I don't care. I mean, I don't care about that now. I really don't care about that. If you've been married before, if you have a kid with somebody else, all that stuff, I don't, I don't care about all that. It's, I think it would be how quickly they got out of that. So if it was, it says two years on here. So if they were like, a year and a half. They're like, I got divorced a year and a half ago. I'd be like, okay, to two years. If it was like, I got divorced six months ago and now I'm on Bumble, I'd be like, maybe you should take some time to yourself, you know, figure some shit out before maybe go out to the bars and have a good time with your girlfriends or whatever. But like, that might be a little too soon to be jumping on dating apps. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends. That's all, you know, that's up for your own opinion, but I think that I would, I like that, that, you know, there are dating apps for people to come out and like, try this all over again. The pandemic brought a lot of changes and a lot of them were romantic for people. So I think the dating They should do that. That's another thing. We have Bumble yeah. Magazine and now we can trademark uh, an app where people are within six months to a year of getting out of a five year or more relationship. Yeah. So they know what they're getting each other. Like they're both getting each other. Nobody's or, or, you know, if you're, you haven't ever been out of in a long ass relationship like that or divorce, but you're like, I want somebody who has had like a deep experience and I'm looking for that. So I'm going to go on the app, like, and be matching with people. Yeah. I think there's a difference between deep, like long, deep experiences and, and a lot of deep luggage. You know what I mean? I think they might go hand in hand, but yeah, it's not always I mean, if you know how to unpack your luggage and the therapy that you're talking about on your first date, then I think then you might be okay. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite out of these? What, well, which one I, did you I like? I really like the um, the open casting just because I think, like I said, type is subjective, but I think it's kind of nice to consider like, hey, I've been going for this type of person, whether it's like physical or emotional and right. ask yourself why, and then see if you like go a little deeper, like, 
see if you have any behavioral patterns or types of people you're attracted to more than just like hair color maybe. And then see if you can like flip a little of those around and be like, it might be interesting to see what this might be like and actually try it out. Because sometimes it's like a dress. You look at it on the hanger and you're like, that's such a cute dress. And you put it on, you're like, that's fucking ugly and it looks horrible on me. Like sometimes you don't know it until you're in it. Yeah, but but what if you found something on the hanger that was fucking looked horrible and looks fucking like, and then you put it on and it fits like a glove. Now you need to go for the ones that you're like, I'm not sure about that dress, but for some reason there's something about it that I want to try on. You put it on, you're like, fuck yes, this is the dress. That's what I'm saying. So I guess it has to be like what season of life you're in because, like I said before, like. I know that I can't date a Capricorn. You know, I know that sounds so stupid and LA-ish, but like, I know the type of personality it is and they would drive me fucking crazy. You sorry, know what I mean? You would never, even Yeah, sorry, Jen. Like, exactly, Jen, exactly. Jen would drive me fucking nuts. and light eyes, but she's a Capricorn, so fuck her. Exactly. <laughs> but don't fuck her. No, don't fuck her. Don't fuck I think I like, well, I am the new year, new me, mean, yeah. me, mean, me, me, new year, new me, in. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, I like guardian, but I think I need somebody to, to like, let's like do that with. Cause I, you're like I say, when I'm in Rob, you're definitely Wanderlove. That's your favorite. There is like, Wanderlove's oh, my that favorite. Is you. That is like yeah. you in a nutshell, Rob, open the nutshell, pop out like a nutcracker. That's well, you. I think this was a good, good episode to wrap up the year with. I do too. But Rob, I want to know before we do that, what do you think is going to be the one that's going to stick around? Cause these are all predictions. So, Oh, they're predictions. Like Wonderland, what do you, and, and they're predictions based on like actual like numbers and percentages and facts that they've like looked into. But I want to know what you, which one you think, I already think I know which one is going to like be a popular one. That's going to like stick around, stand the test of time. And there's going to be some like term that's going to stick. Like, you know, when you're like Google it, it's going to be yeah. like, I think I'm just going to jump in and say the dating renaissance. I don't know if that's what it's going to be, what it's going to be called, obviously, because it's not very cute sounding. But I think Mm. that that one is going to stick around because we're just coming out of the pandemic. It was like a major world issue. And I think people are going to be talking about like post pandemic everything. And one will be relationships and how people are have their lives have been affected and everyone who broke up because of COVID is going to have this resurgence and renaissance and there's going to be some term coined phrase and it's going to be a thing. Okay. I I, I can agree with that. And also I think, um, I don't know, there's a tie between dating renaissance, ethical exploration and, um, and the new men, new year, new men thing, because that's already a thing. Yeah, I you think know. the New Year, New Mian thing is a thing too. I think that yeah. that would be my next vote. So we think those, those would be those three. Those so three. I, I think, yeah, I think those are the top three that will probably stick around. So you guys listening, pay attention, get on your toes. It's not the New Year yet, but it's about to be. And just know that these things are on the horizon and get ready. Get ready, get prepared for 2023 dating with these with these trends. And everybody have a great holiday. I hope you are surrounded by loved ones. And if you know you don't have them near or they're just not available, then I hope you surround yourself with friend, fram, family, family. Is that yeah. how you say it? Family with family, and that you know all your holiday wishes come true. What's your favorite holiday movie? Do you have one? Um, probably Christmas Vacation. Christmas vacation. I, I posted a thing on my Instagram. Do you see what I posted on my Instagram? That was like, if you could only pick three no. and there was like, uh, there was like 12 of them up there. 
Oh my God. I know it's so hard. I would say I did not see that, but I would say Christmas vacation or a Christmas story. With okay. Rob. That's my, you basically did what my sister did yeah. and then elf. Oh yeah. I love elf too. Yeah. Well, those would be your three. That, yeah. that was a majority of yeah. mine. I don't know why, but I love the Santa Claus trilogy. Like, I don't know oh, what yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be the Santa Claus and then it would be elf. And then it would be, I, I have to watch as a wonderful life. Yeah, I don't know. Those old movies just have a very hard time translating for me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's like a little too old timey time. I know, but I, that it just there's something like like just you know because it's a time of like um, reflection and um, what do you call it when you remember stuff from like your childhood? Oh, um, nostalgia. Nostalgia. There's like there's there's a lot of nostalgia in yeah, those old timey yeah, movies. You know. Yeah. yeah, and Christmas. So is and. Anyway, everybody, enjoy your holidays. Have a happy, happy New Year. Be safe. We should come back with a what happened on New Year's, you know, yeah. thing, like what we actually did, and then like talk about like if we saw some shit. I'm going to Nashville. Damn. Okay. Well, that should be fun. I'll be, I don't even have plans. So, but everyone is always like New Year's. It's like this big thing. I need these plans and let's buy tickets here and get dressed up. And then it's such a letdown. So, everyone take the pressure off yourselves and just do whatever comes on your plate on new year's yeah. and have fun and don't forget to keep tuning into it's complicated because we have all the relationships we're going to keep talking into the new year about more dating and relationshipy stuff and while you're there don't forget to subscribe rate comment share with a friend and if you want to join the class of master daters don't forget to follow us on the social medias at it's or at complicated show and at complicated at show. complicated show and guys do not forget you still have time if you want to buy some merch for anybody in your life family a loved one maybe somebody who's coming out of a dating renaissance into a dating renaissance whatever you want buy an it's complicated sweatshirt a mug whatever happy new year's here's your it's complicated sweatshirt yeah all right rob and where can everyone find you on the social medias you can just find me on a social media, Instagram. It's foreverzevers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S. And you can find Jen at Jennifer Golden. And you can find Lauren at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meds. And we will be back in 2023. 2023. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. <laughs>